Welcome to Social Media Business, the podcast that covers building, managing, and monetizing social media. Brought to you by online community strategist Laurel Patworth. For more information, go to laurelpatworth.com. I get asked quite often about how to deal with negative comments, negative criticism in online communities. And it's almost as though the company wants me to to give them a magic pill or to tell them this is what you have to do, like one thing. Um, Maybe they want me to say, oh, just ignore it. Or they want me to say, um, confess, tell them you'll do better and then everything will be okay. And of course, in any human interaction, there's never a one-size-fits-all solution. So I've come up with eight different options to deal with um, negative criticism in online communities. And I really believe you have to know all eight and understand them and then consciously choose which option you're going to go with. If you just fly in, and I've seen this happen quite often, uh, with uh, the same response each time, or with an inappropriate response, because that's what it says in the handbook, in the social media guidelines, then it can cause uh, a much bigger issue than there was initially. So with each one of the options, there's an opportunity for really good things to happen, but also for it to, to have a backlash. So if you know the positives and the negatives of each one of the options, the eight options, you can choose which response. So for me, the options are, One, ignore it. Monitor the situation and then decide you're just going to watch and see what happens. And the good part of this or the positive side is it's just was a full moon. Believe it or not, full moons are pretty crazy in online communities and everything settles down afterwards. People forget about the situation, move on. You just ignored it and it was fine. The really positive thing that can happen is that the community comes in and tells the the people who are being negative to be quiet, to settle down, not it's not a big issue, you know, and the community starts to fight on your behalf. So you, you monitor it and then not forget about it, but you, you just monitor it and don't have to respond. Of course, the negative side of that is you're seen as being uncaring, unfeeling, the brand is not as engaged as they could be, they're not taking every opportunity to respond, and the critic magically finds a bunch of other people who were also individuals with the same issue and forms an anti-community that's quite a powerful, anti has a powerful anti-brand message. So something like Dale Hell, I hate Ikea, Qantas sucks, um, any one of those sort of communities or websites, anti-zero coke movement. Um, the next one is uh, to suit up, to, to get the lawyers, to send a um, cease and desist letter or to threaten to sue in some other way. And it can work. It definitely should be used if the members are doing something that's illegal um, and you have to be careful that it's not only illegal but also immoral because certain things around copyright the community will think is not immoral and that the law is wrong so you can create a huge anti 
brand backlash. Even though you're legally in the right, you might be seen as being morally in the wrong. And that has to do with the values of the community itself. But um, it's, it's worked. It's definitely stopped people from using copyrighted material or from using trademarks. But I've also seen the backlash probably more often as being a really negative thing. So something that only had a couple of hundred remarks online suddenly has 15 or 30 million instances across the internet because the lawyers got involved and they suddenly find they're writing more cease and desist letters than they can then they can churn out that there's so many people who take the fight to the far corners of the internet. So um, a tricky one, that one. You can remove people. If it's a Facebook page as an admin, you can ban them. You can remove their content and ban them. So you can either remove the content and the criticism, or you can remove the person, or you can do both. You would remove the criticism if it's against the guidelines that you've put up. So for instance, you might put up a um, something which says um, you, no hacking of the software is allowed and then people find a way of fixing a problem in the software by hacking the software. You then have to remove that information. Again, tricky because it's seen as being um, that people were just trying to help and it's not helpful to have them opening up things that should stay closed. The, I guess removing people is a necessary part of community management. Um, we have police and prisons in society for a reason and every social network decides who their members are and who their members aren't. And although it's politically incorrect, in a lot of Western communities, Western societies, to have an unfriends list, we do every single person, every community has a blacklist or an unfriends list. So a function of a social network says, these are my values, these are your values, and they don't match. So we choose who's going to be part of our community or not. So removing people who choose not to share the community values is an important role of an admin of a community. And I do not follow, I guess, the more esoteric social media guidelines of embrace everyone and love everyone and peace and goodwill to all men because peace and goodwill has to be policed. Um, maybe the day will come when it doesn't, but at the moment it does. And people won't feel safe in your community if you allow threats against them, their family, their dog, whatever, to remain on a Facebook page or on a forum, you, you have to remove both the content and the people who, who, who break the values of that community. And I would say know your community really well because there are, you can allow swearing on one community and not others, that sort of thing. So um, something else we do in communities is we take the opportunity to educate. So every negative criticism is an opportunity to educate. You're not saying you're right or wrong you're explaining what the situation is. It's like this and like this and like this. So managing the expectations of the critic is important and managing the discussions that all the other people are seeing. Because the most vocal criticism, you know, Twitter may not be representative of the whole of humanity, but it's representative of the most vocal part of your consumer base. So, um, 
the top 10 people who are going to be really vocal about your brand online will be on Twitter. They may not be a whole 100% of your community, but they will be the most vocal 10%. So you're dealing with the most, with the spotlighted individuals. Um, and I think educating them is always a good thing to do. So you can do that in the corporate voice by putting up an article or press release that addresses known issues or unknown issues and starts to explain what what the real situation is or you can do it in a personal voice um, talking one-on-one -on -one with people also in the personal voice I guess the last three responses to negative criticism in online communities one is to confess one is to fight and the other one is to own so the confession is like um, we're so sorry, we're going to fix the problem, we've got it down scheduled for release in the next quarter and we apologise, that sort of thing. Some of the community will accept that, probably the majority of the community, but a portion of the community will start to talk about wanting to be recompensed, wanting to take out a class action suit, that sort of thing. Never confess if you haven't done anything wrong. It's um, not a real relationship for a start. So consumers are looking for real dialogue, a real discussion, and you confessing to something you didn't do wrong is not gonna help. Also, you'll make a rod for your own back. So in the, in the blog post, if you would like to check it out, there's two women, two blondes, who were thrown off a plane, I think in America, and they said it was because they were prettier than the cabin crew. And most intelligent people would think, well, there's got to be more to that story than that. And, but that's what came out in the press. And eventually the airline went to YouTube and put out a video explaining the real situation, which had nothing to do with the fact that the girls were young and pretty and blonde and had everything to do with, with their potty mouths and the alcohol they'd had or whatever the situation was. So fighting back is often preferable to confession if you're not in the wrong. Um, of course, fighting back, the positives tells the community you're passionate and you're committed, um, and the negative is that they will fight back harder, so you'll end up with World War III. I think a great example of fighting back was Mark Zuckerberg. When he brought out the news feed, the whole of Facebook, at that time only several million people, but the whole of Facebook said, turn the news feed off, we don't like it, we don't want it, it's an invasion of privacy. And he said, stop, take a chill pill, folks, it's staying, let me tell you why. And I don't know many major companies that would respond like he did. So a passionate entrepreneur can fight back, a small business can fight back, but it'd be really hard to find a bank that tells their customers, you're wrong, let me tell you why you're wrong. So I th it's coming. We want, um, you know, broadcast media was about the company yelling at the customer. Social media should not be about the customer yelling at the company. It should be a two-way dialogue. It should be communication, not one, one side having the upper hand. Although it's starting to look more and more like the consumer has the upper hand. But you can definitely fight back if you're in the right. And the last one is to own it. And by owning, owning the negative criticism, I mean make it part of the brand. So um, what sort of things could you do? Um, Harley Davidson 
owns the bad boy image. You know, you wouldn't sit there and say, oh, those Harley Davidson riders are real bad boys. It's part of their brand. The uh, Facebook had the douchebag badge, which I talk about on the blog post. There's a, a club in Sydney that's seen as being very too cool for school. All the in crowd go there. It's hard to get into. So people are often tweeting or four squaring that they don't like the club, that it's um, too snobby for them. You know, and the important thing there is that the club either changes their image and allows more people in or owns that and says, yeah, this is who we are. You have to be dressed in a certain way, in a certain style and really cool in order to get into our club and make that part of their brand. So what is one person's negative criticism is another person's acknowledgement of fact. So sometimes owning it is a good way of responding to negative criticism. So they're the um, eight different ways of dealing with negative comments in online communities. And every situation will require one, two or three responses. So you might choose to ignore it or you might choose to fight and educate at the same time. You're wrong, let me tell you why. Or you might choose to confess, um, you know, uh, we're in the wrong, we're going to fix it. You might choose to own it, you might choose to sue, you might choose to ban or remove that content in some other way. But always think consciously, what are the repercussions of doing this? Is this person an influencer? Are they connected to influencers? Are they a journalist? Are they, who are they? What do they do? Are they right? Are they, do they have all the facts? Is there, you know, if it's marketing and PR, is there some way I can educate, use this as an opportunity to educate my community? And ultimately I think negative criticism works on the side of the company more than positive um, critiques do. And that's probably a podcast for another day. <laughs> Thank you. Welcome to Social Media Business, the podcast that covers building, managing and monetizing social media. Brought to you by online community strategist, Laurel Patworth. For more information, go to laurelpatworth.com.